This week on This Galarian Life, our heroes try to understand the situation they find themselves in. This next session will kind of be about you guys figuring out the rules of the mindscape that you're currently in. They're stuck, reliving the past. I tell him that he took away a lot from me, and then I wrap the whip around his neck and strangle him to death. And witnessing things that have never happened. Mr. Roku gets, come with me, you gotta see this. <laughs> They're not alone in the dreamscape. And then I dimension doorway. Powerful and beautiful. <laughs> Powers unknown to the party emerge. Give me the acrobatics check. Okay, so 69. Hey! <laughs> nice. That a fucking boy. How will they escape? I guess maybe the only way to go forward is just to let go of what has happened before. Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this Galorian life. As we begin the plummet into book two, I kind of want to recap what's gone on so far. Our heroes, our heroes have defeated the menace of Camp Redjaw along with Scarnivorous. Seemingly, they are safe for the time being, with no active threats haunting them. So now it's up to the PCs to determine where we go forward. This is exciting, but it's also uh, kind of sandboxy, so it's a bit of a challenge. But we hope you all will enjoy our interpretation of the second book of the Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path. Uh, so with that being said, uh, thank you all for making last week our week of our 20th episode so exciting. It's a heck of a celebration. So I'm going to do something a little different before we start this episode. And I'm going to read to you a little bit from uh, Mr. Edgar Allan Poe. I stand amid the roar of a surf-tormented shore, and I hold within my hand grains of golden sand. How few, yet how they creep through my fingers to the deep, while I weep, while I weep. O oh God, can I not grasp them with a tighter clasp? O oh God, can I not save one from the pitiless wave? Is all that we see or seem but a dream within a dream? Welcome to episode 22, Die Another Dream. Now, for those of you listening at home, this is a very special episode of This Galarian Life. There are four of the five members of this podcast currently sitting in one room, which will almost certainly negatively affect the audio quality. We have myself, Gorgu, the whore, Truxton, and the Dungeon Master. If you call will me is, I'll kill you. Will is still calling in from afar, but he's never too distant from our hearts. Isn't that right, Will? Yeah, I mean, the cameras that I have set up in your house really, you know, go close enough. Nice. Did you, all, did you all have fun last time? Sure. The honest answer? I'm a little bit worried about Shadow Realm Dream Dragons. Same though. I'm not, uh, fuck it. The person who has us there is, like, dead now, kind of. Look, by the time I'm up to level 20 to fight that thing, I'll be able to intimidate it. Listen here, dragon. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. You better get your scaly ass out. This next session will kind of be about you guys figuring out the rules of the mindscape that you're currently in. So let's, let's just get down to business. Four people emerge in the woods. They just pop into existence. There's a gnome. There's a half-orc. And there are two humans. They just appear in a small clearing. And... The gnome says, Well, uh, interesting seeing you all here. I don't suppose any of you know this place. I have never seen hide nor hair of this situation. Like the back of me hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with friends like this, I, I think we'll be more than fine. What about you, uh, fellow? Aren't you a, a human there. lady? You're a human lady, right? I'm an elf lady. Boy, well, you're all ready for this voice. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my lady. And I will move to give your hand a kiss. As long as we're going to be in this forest together, I suppose we should all be friends. I will shove my this tiny ass out of the way. My name, uh, and I recommend you remember, I'm kind of a big deal back home, is Gregor Pendleton, traitor and alchemist extraordinaire. I see. And with that, 
the beginning credits to book two begin to scroll across the screen. I will you. So, in another clearing and <clears throat> some other place in this mystical, magical mindscape, a gnome, a half-orc, a human, and a half-elf pop into existence. That's you guys. Is this some weird thing where we've, like, swapped bodies? Uh, hey there, Lassie. <laughs> Wait, hold on, I lost my Oh, <laughs> uh, hey there, Lassie. There we go. Are you talking to me, Traxton? Well, I am sure the, as hell I, better not be talking to me. Things are I am the only woman here. Uh, for the record, I would not mind, although I would not reciprocate. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of the last episode, Rogue and Cyrus were murdered by a black dragon. You died. You popped up in the clearing in the woods. That's where we start off now. Just me and Grogoog or all four of us? All four of you are seemingly alive and well. Uh, just for reference, so our party is a half-orc, a gnome, a half-elf, and a human, right? Yeah. So we all have some level of fey background except the human, to an extent. Half-orcs don't really, but sure, let's roll oh, Fuck off, there. What's that, mate? I fucked a fey once. You're in the woods, you're all back together. Gorgug is not sure exactly how the pantheons work or how planes work. Uh, he has zero knowledge planes and he is not a true bard, but he... He kind of feels happier when he's not on the main material plane. Almost as if an evil orc god is not constantly whispering in the back of his mind to murder things. He's still a dick. Do it. Do it. But he's do a little it, bit, Yeah, no, it, that's basically... It, do yeah, that's, do it. Murder. 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 So you all murdered some doppelgangers, and then you got partially murdered by a dragon, and now you're all alive and well in the forest. What's going through your minds? Uh, I feel like Cyrix is slightly terrified because she just died, but now she's alive, and it's like a, a, a mental thing to grasp around. Or Goog is assuming well, he's actually dead. I was frozen today. Or Goog's assuming he's actually dead and it's washed over with a sense of relief. Truxton's been in situations like this before. <laughs> Have you, though? I don't like this. I want to go back to the normal woods. I know this isn't the afterlife, because if it was, I would be surrounded by things that I enjoy, um, which means that you three would not be. Well, there's no time like the present. We should explore this place and find a way out. There are still hot goblins to kill back home after all. Hey, wait, if we grow good, how would you like to die again and see what happens? And I'll raise my weapon and try to hit Grogu. Let's go, whore. <laughs> Did you all not? I rolled a grapple. <laughs> hey. I'm still the reigning champ in this league, motherfuckers. I never got pinned. <laughs> okay, so from this point, you guys are going to be trying to figure out what the rules of this place is, so keep that in mind. Um, I jump. Uh, you go up. and I uh, try to pee on a bush. The bush is moist. Well, thank God my dick still works. <laughs> Lord knows what you do without that. You all do notice you're starting to get a little bit hungry. I Where pull out a there? ration from my pack and I eat I it. I say we rip trucks in the park and eat it. <laughs> Let's, try... <laughs> Let's try mine first. I, I eat a piece of jerky. Really slow. I got my big old, my big old direct eye contact with Truxton. Or gets his big old hunk of hard tack out. Starts gnawing. I pull out the snack that smiles back. Salted pork? Goldfish? Uh, no, like some disembodied creature or something. D&D, idiot. Jesus Christ. Now I'm just imagining, like, pulling out, like, a dried goblin fish. It's a fucking miniature abolith. He's just munching it. Munch it crunching. It's just a dried fairy head. What happens when I uh, chew the beef, Derek? Ah. But no, for real. Uh, it, it, in real life, it results in marriage counseling. But we need to go back to that. <laughs> One time, you just... Uh, it's just like normal. You're less hungry. But you know, like, you don't know how long you're going to be here. And your rations may be... Oh, trust me. I'll, I'll find us something. Can I, like, listen? Do I hear, like, animals? You do. Some, like, deer sounds off in the background, whatever that's It's a deer sound right there. I cast Detect Magic. I cast Turkey Warm. There it is. It's a cantrip. I'm using prestidigitation. Uh, seemingly the whole area around you is spitting off some very, very strong magical words. Spellcraft! Guys, it's all fake. It's just... Murder it's all a dream. It's all a dream. I start slapping Greg to see if he wakes up. Ah, no. Stop that. He doesn't. Greg's dead. 
Wait, how come Greg doesn't have to roll for damage? It's I'm not it's not lethal. <laughs> are you actually blinded by the light? So there are animals. What well, do the good. animals look like, Derek? <laughs> are they cute? <laughs> are they unusually sized? Nope, just like animals that would be in the fangwood. Do they have red eyes? No. Do they seem unnecessarily intelligent? No. Let's see. Let's see. I try to imagine Grogu disappearing. And I concentrate really, really hard. And I'm mesmerist, so I have those kind of psychic powers. There are 12 Grogu's. <laughs> really? So it just does no. the opposite of what you think? What the fuck? Okay, let's go, let's go a hunting, boys. Or actually, let's go a scouting and kill whatever we find. Let's go okay. scout, kill anything we see. You pretty quickly come across a family of deer, or elk, and they seem to have lots and lots of meat on their bones. Wink. Anybody here speak Sylvan? They might know directions. Actually, <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't think that's how that works. Unless they're magical deer. Well, there's magic all around us. Are even the deer magical? Even our hearts. They're not that type of magical. <laughs> Alright, well then I shoot one, the biggest, juiciest looking one. It's gonna turn out to be some hellscape creature from our imaginations. Just shoot it and it turns and looks at me. How dare you, sir? I am a noble beast of these lands. Fucking kill it before it talks more! If it's Faye, I still have favorite enemy Faye, so... You take the shot? Uh... Yeah, sure, why not? Let's piss off all the elves in this area. The arrow sinks deep into its shoulder, I guess, and it uh, slowly begins to fade out and die. The second its life leaves its body, the world goes black again, and you wake up in a different query, in maybe a different part of the forest. My god, it was a deer of teleport. Oh god damn it. Ah, yes. Oh wait, we're in a poly. God damn it. Use that take. Can I get a perception check? Seven. Sure. Gorgug. 22! Gorgug with a 19. Those perception checks in the very shallow distance, or nearby, if you will, uh, you hear a medium creature speaking goblinoid, and maybe a human uh, with him uh, struggling. You'll scope it out. I approach immediately. There is a hobgoblin man who seems to be trying to... Uh, subdue a human male, presumably to take him slave. Presumably. Derek, can't make up for something in this world. Yeah, yeah don't uh, Gorgu will approach them both with his sword out, radiating arcane energy. What's the meaning of this? I have my bow trained on him. There's no meaning. It's none of your business. The fuck out before I have to kill Wrong him. answer. Whole person. What's the reflex save? Or that will save? I don't know. It's like 50 or something. Uh, don't worry. It was a natural one. Okay, good. That was paralyzed. I looked at the human. Are you okay? Uh, no, I am. Is he trying to take you against your will? You think? All right, All right I fine. got the hobgoblin with my sword while he's under the effect of old person. <laughs> Who do you grow on, people? I roll the damage for the coup de grace. I don't know how coup de grace damage... Damn it, Derek, this is a learning moment for the entire podcast. How does coup de grace damage work? Yeah, because the last time there was a coup de grace, it was slightly Oh, actually, I looked up those rules. You can coup de grace with a crossbow or a bow. You stand right over their head and you fucking murk them executions. I also, this is canon, I did tape a knife to the end of that. It's It's an automatic critical hit. And I make a fortitude save against the damage, 10 plus the damage, or I die. Derek, you're gonna die? Don't do that. It's gonna be an auto crit makes it a 22, I believe. You believe? So he's dead. Only good gob is a dead gob. <laughs> and as the light fades from his eyes, everything goes black again. This time the blackness stays a little bit longer, and this has happened, what, four times now? Between you entering the mindscape, this time the blackness is staying quite a bit longer, and you hear a voice kind of penetrating darkness. That's not a good and, enough reason to use the word penetrate. And the voice you hear goes, oh, my mind, it's... It's getting hazy. It's I, I've never felt this. No, what's happening? We recognize that voice. You don't. You'd probably place it as a human. Oh woman. no, maybe oh, it's the master of that little fellow we were working with. And then everything fades back in. As someone with low light vision, do I see anything in the blackness? Uh, low light vision is not dark vision. Also, it's not that. Also, also I smell fine. That, that, that smile, that smile on Derek's face is the smile of when a DM has a moment where the players remember something. No matter how small in the last session that wasn't combat related. (laughs) That is that look. I know that look. But he also looks sad because we guessed it immediately. It is my solemn promise. 
never make Derek smile. <laughs> so this time when the darkness fades, it's a little different because Cyrix, Truxton, and Greg are there, but it's kind of weird. It's like you've disassociated a little bit and it's almost like you're watching like a like a play. So you're seeing the events, but oh, you can't yeah. actively I'm here. I'm very familiar with this. If you've ever had sex with someone bad. This is classic DX. Everybody calm down. Six, eight, 14 hours, we'll be at it. <laughs> Brogook, you are at the entrance of the Chocolate Cave, and a young boy approaches you. Mr. Brogook gets, come with me, you gotta see this. <laughs> <That's actually laughs> really- Alright, let's go. <laughs> Uh, Rufus takes you to the cavern of the cave that you've been holding the rock dog. What's rock dog boy's name? <gasps> you never named it. I thought I thought his name was was glittering Willie. I thought it was Rocky Balboa. Oh, it's Rocky Bal Rocky Rocky. Grogu <laughs> uh, gets um. I think I think it's time. He's, <laughs> you know, he's been suffering from. <laughs> He's been suffering for a little while, and, and I, I think he's not going to make it much longer. Oh, don't be silly, boy. I pull out a fat lodestone from my backpack. 500 gold points worth of amethyst. Uh, you set it next to Rocky, and he kind of sniffs at it, and he just, like, pushes it away with his little nose. What's wrong, boy? what they do to you? Deep in your heart, bro. You kind of... Even though you know it's not possible, you recognize the scene is happening several years later. If, if you've ever had, like, an animal, this is kind of how they act when it's when it's time. Okay. Oh, fuck. This is really tearing Gorgu apart. He's going to do this I Am Legend style. He's going to put the dog in his lap and, and, and pet it and then slowly just fucking crack its neck. It's, it's made of rock. A, it's made of rock, though. So. a rock scorpion's neck? Uh, I might have to use an alchemical construction from Truxton. He just takes uh, out a little pickaxe. I think, I think baking soda might just dissolve him on contact. Vinegar dissolves him on contact. You're just going to slowly murder him with acid? Don't be cool. Okay, there's only one polite way to do this. It's the only anesthetic Gorgu knows about. I love you, boy. More than anybody else in this cave. Old person could... <laughs> <laughs> It's a sword right through the back of the neck on the brainstem. It's the quickest way to go. We'd all be so lucky. Before you do that, you kind of take a moment, sit down next to him, and he kind of climbs up into your lap and looks at you with those eyes that say, I know, I know, and then you do it. And I tell him, and then me, others, I tell Rufus as I'm fading to black, when my time comes the same way, when my time comes the same way, Rufus! And he goes, I'm not really here. I'm not really here. This is a disaster. So as the light fades from the rock dog's eyes, it fades to black. And the situation is the same. The blackness lingers once again. And you hear the same voice. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Where am I? What is this? What is this? Oh my, uh, uh, no escape. No escape. Death? Death? Death, right, calm down, is that the down. escape? Send her some weed through the through the vision, Truxton. Uh, she doesn't seem like those thought you could handle it. She's off something though right now. Uh, so this time, Grogu, Truxton, and Greg, you're viewing this scene as Cyrix, you're standing outside of a brothel, and you look to the ceiling. It begins to catch fire, and a man runs out. A glass bottle falls from his pocket that that seems like it's like an alchemist fire. I immediately run after him. Stop, you! Uh, you catch up. So, wait a second. Is this... Do I know that this has happened before? Like, am I flashing back to a memory, or is this entirely new to me? It's it's new to you. Like, you recognize this as the brothel that you worked at that caught fire, but you've never seen it from this perspective. Okay, I run after him. Do I have a weapon on me? You got your whip. Okay, cool. I draw my whip as I run after to tackle this dude. Be careful. Violence seems to reset this stupid dreamscape. You're within 15 feet. I fling myself on him to grapple. Grapple check? 19. Uh, that, that boy's grappling. Okay, I tackle him to the ground. I tell him that he took away a lot from me, and then I wrap the whip around his neck and strangle him to death. Wait, uh, no, don't do that. The You're gonna send us to another dreamscape. He kind of looks at you with a face of 
regret, I suppose, and he dies, and everything goes to black. Why did I do this when I was alone? I'm trapped. I, I can't get out. I'm stuck in this damn towel. Why? Where are you? Why am I so stupid? This time, Truxton, you're not watching the play, but everybody else is. You're in Kragana. You're standing in the crowd of watching an execution. The um, executioner steps forward and goes, Today's a special day. <laughs> I will take a... One of Derek's three character voices <laughs> making a return. <laughs> we'll take a volunteer from the crowd to do this one. Uh, do I have anybody? And the people around you, like, robotic-like, all step away, or almost slide away, where you're alone in a circle. Get on up here, boy. Oh, you guys are weasels. I got this. <laughs> so you go up. Oh, wait, shit. Is this going to be like that, uh, what's that middle school book you're reading? The sticks? The riddle? No. The lottery. The secret. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. All right. Uh, so you go up to the stand where the lever is that would release the floor underneath the noose, and the executioner goes, This man is accused three counts of assassination, five counts of attempted assassination, 25 counts of conspiracy to commit assassination. Three for five ain't bad. <laughs> and... Four counts of petty theft. And he is sentenced to death. What say you, volunteer? Hold a lever when you're ready. Last words! Last words! Uh, do you have any... Last words? <laughs> he... He seems to be, uh... Oh, that was your best character voice yet, DM. I pulled a lever. <laughs> uh, he falls. Uh, there was, like, there's, like, a bag over his head. Uh, so you couldn't see him. It, as he falls, it kind of like is swept up with the wind, uh, and he, he's gagged. And as he spins around on the rope, he looks familiar. It's a no man. He he looks familiar. It's it's almost like an older version of Truxton. I bet uh, that's what it is. Well, it's, it's, I mean, you can tell it's not Did like you just Truxton hang his own father. It's, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Ah, he's the best. He danced with the, the devil, devil in the pale moonlight. Uh, you you don't recognize him as anybody you've ever met, but he's got certain features that remind you of family. And Papa, it fades to black. Tick, tock, tick, tock. The clock on the walls, my only friend. Tick, tock, tick, tock. I can't. Be alone, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick 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 tick. Greg, you're in a house that belongs your house, in fact. Uh, your family. <laughs> oh, good God, look at the size of that door. Uh, your family is leaving for maybe a hunting expedition or something. You're in a back room while they're getting their cloaks and stuff together, and you hear a crash from the front room. As you run in, you see each of your family members, your son, your wife, and your daughter, all being held by hobgoblins with knives to their throats. Make perception check. Perception. 23. Uh, your son, Daniel, who is on the left edge, is has broken an arm out slightly where the hobgoblin doesn't notice him and he's pulling a dagger. You think you have about, you have enough time to make a shot at one of the hobgoblins before they're able to slash a throat. What do you do? Mm -hmm. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to try to shoot the one that's got my daughter. Okay. Uh, give me a tackle. Huzzah! 19, but I rolled a 1, so 6. A 1 on damage. Yeah, a 1 on damage. But I rolled a 19 to hit. You hit him in the face, and it, it dies. Um, and she releases Sarah, your daughter, she falls out of the arms of the hobgoblin. She casts a spell. Not in the house, sweetie! Here's what happens. Sarah is released from the hobgoblin. She uses, she casts a spell, Snowball, uh, on one of the hobgoblins. That's a good spell. I, uh, she attacks the one that's closest, which would be the one who's holding your wife. It hits the hobgoblin in the head. He goes down. But as the arrow strikes the first hobgoblin in the face, the one holding Daniel realizes what's going on. 
and before Daniel gets a chance to get his dagger into the gut of the hobgoblin, Daniel's throat is slashed, falls to his knees, and he dies, and everything goes to black. That's heavy. I'm at a loss. I, I don't know what to do anymore. I guess maybe the only way to go forward is just to let go of what has happened before. So you all are standing on a cliff looking down at a depressed plane. Guys, I want to be honest. Uh, I don't like this dreamscape anymore. I don't like it. It's all right. Chuck's going to have to murder his own grandfather. No, almost fuck young and fast, son. <laughs> they live for 300 years. They lay a clutch of eggs 300 strong. Gorgu does not acknowledge nature. He's just assuming, <laughs> you know, looking for the fat eggs. That's how Gorgu explains the birds and the bees. <laughs> In the distance, you see four huge earth elementals surrounding some kind of symbol on the ground. There are four people about to engage in battle with said elementals. There's an older gnome gentleman, a, a human wielding a long sword, a some kind of otherworldly, if you didn't think better of it, you would say is some kind of an angel. Um, and then, Greg, what Greg? what's your person look like? A tall elven woman in armor with a really big curved sword. Uh, so, <clears throat> go ahead and give me initiative. Gregor only rolls a six, that's a 20 initiative. 23. Yeah. 19. Listen here, human. Let me get behind him. It'll be fun. You don't get to do this all the time in my craft, so it's a little bit exciting to fight. It is the long-sworded gentleman's turn. That is, of course, me. Oh, wait. That is a... Wait, how do you fuck? Hold on. You were Scottish. No, I wasn't Scottish. You a Scottish fire. You were a Scottish fire. I am so bad at this accent. Uh, I'm going to do a fancy little trick that Derek was telling me about, where I do, like, this, like, little, like, charge attack, and then I hit a guy, and then I go hit the guy on the left, and then I dance back. And, yeah. <laughs> you do a sliding dash attack. Right. Um, so I'm going to need you to make a acrobatics check versus the elemental CMD plus 10. 51. You actually hit it right on the nose. So you're going to make an attack roll against this guy, and you're considered flanking with yourself, which is really weird. Go ahead and make that attack roll. <laughs> Four. What's your uh, Let's see, that's uh, 41. Oh, that hits. Damn, I love this character. Alright, uh, that's gonna be 39 damage, plus it's a crit, so <laughs> giving me a new character learn is going predictably horribly. So you are actually behind that elemental, instead of being in front of it, uh, and that means it is... Gregor looks to his partners, sees the human doing fine work. He draws two long serrated swords from under his armor says uh Boltzow, see you on the other side and he casts invisibility and then starts moving Uma Pleathor it is your turn oh hell yeah I run forward and I get I don't suppose they're evil are they and they're not they're just normal elementals how the hell am I supposed to smite evil against that damn it just kill him and we'll see what happens I love this character voice that you're going with oh I'm, I've not really been in character voice I just keep saying things this is just my normal voice, please. Hold on, let me make sure. Does a 45 hit? Yes, 45 definitely hits. Good. Normally I get to do more attacks, so this is only 12. But whenever I get a full turn, that's going to be like five attacks. Yeah, I better be careful. I'm going to get it. And then that's my move and attacks. So that's all I got. It is the angel looking lady's turn. So this angel is very terrifying because it has two arms that end in sharp claws and then two arms that are hefting a long sword above her head. And what she does is she uses dimensional dervish to teleport next to the elemental that Greg is near. And by Greg, I mean Uma. And she uses two claws at claw attacks. Does a 24 hit? I should have leveled up to goddamn 20. No. Okay, so then an 18 isn't going to hit either. So she just gives that up as a lost cause, and then she teleports over to the one in back here and hefts her longsword and hits it three times. Does a 33 hit? 
Yes. Does a 27 hit? Yes. And I assume a 19 doesn't hit. It does not. 37 points of damage. Okay, it's their turn. The first one is the one standing next to Uma. He's going to make two slam attacks. 30, or a 40 actually, and a natural one. So does a 40 hit. Yep, that's enough. I don't have a shield, so... Uh, take 33 damage. Ow. Okay, so the second one is going to attack Eames's character. 30 and a 41. Uh, not a chance. Oh, that? Add those together, maybe. <laughs> then the one in the back will attack uh, the angel lady. Say 33. 233s. Yes, just barely. From the combined brunt of both the attacks, the 67 hit. Uh, and then the last one moves up and is flanking uh, Eames' character. That is a. 48 and a 47. Nope. Uh, Eames, it's your turn. Next. Alright, yeah, four attacks on the um, elemental that just attacked me. Uh, Nat 1. This hits. The 16, so a billion or whatever. 15. Uh, 15. At, with the bonuses, guys, you all know that. Don't let this DM yeah. get on me for that type of stuff. Let them know in the comments. 3d8 plus 96. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, let's see. Five. Why am I even rolling this? This part doesn't matter. 96. Uh, five plus six plus two. That's 13. 112. 112. Oh, he's, His ass better be bleeding. As much as an elemental can bleed, he's bleeding. Shitting out dirt. Gregor Pendleton's turn. Gregor roll to attack this elemental. Wait, Gregor Pendleton? <laughs> Have you been my dad all along? <laughs> Alright, Derek. All right, 32, 37, 26, natural 20, and a 33. Um, the 26 doesn't hit. So 32, 37, and the natural 20. So do four attacks worth of damage. Plus the crit. Uh, elementals are, in fact, immune to critical hits. Are they immune to sneaks? They are, and I didn't know you were going to be building a road when I designed this encounter. But the next part might be more of your Derek, you a real piece of shit, you know that? I'll be a straight 54 damage. Can they bleed? No. If I if I cast a spell to make them intelligent, can I then sneak attack them there? No, it's a, it's more about their anatomy than their intelligence. Derek, just to dive me. Will, it's your turn. Oh boy, hold on, let me make sure I'm doing a full attack rate. I've got a lot of attacks. Make as many at once as you can. It was a mistake going with a speed sword. I didn't realize that now. No, that was a good idea, baby. You did the right thing. Does a 25 hit? Uh, it does not. Okay. Does a 36, I hope. That'll do it. Yep. Okay, well, I rolled uh, a 44, a 44, a 25, a 36, and a 17. You get three. So three a man after my own heart. Four plus 18. So that's 1d10 plus 22 for each of these. Be more, but I'm not smiting. 26, 24, 24. Those are some good rolls. I rolled a four, a two, and a two. Is that 74 total points of damage? How's it looking? It looks like it's on his last legs. It only has two. Technically, it doesn't have any. It's just a rocket boy. Um, yes, piece of rock. Angel lady. Okay, so Lorky rushes over here. Am I flanking? No, yeah, you're flanking. Okay, so does 28 hit. Uh, 28 hits. Okay, the others do not. Um, so two claw attacks hit. That's 34. 34 points of damage. That one's dead. Does it fade to black? No. God damn it. The symbol on the ground in between them, uh, one of the, it's like the circular kind of thing, one of the the top front quadrant that's closest to the elemental you just killed lights up a bright red. And it is their turn. The first one steps up and attacks uh, Lorky Badorky. 35. That hits. Uh, 30 points of yeah. damage. That attacks are right. One of the Earth Elementals that was attacking the Swordsman uh, steps up and will go for a strike on Uma, but 
swordsman gets an attack of opportunity. Oh, here we go. I get four, actually. Oh, one, actually. Uh, that's like 60 or something? I think 42 plus 18. 50? Yeah. A 50 will hit. 35. And that one dies. <clears throat> so the other two are still up, but they haven't. These are the two that haven't taken hits. This is a real Shadow of the Colossus fight. And Uma, you avoid that attack. Because, uh. Because it's dead. Yeah, because he got dead. You're welcome, Uma. Just uh, keep that in mind when you're picking which one of us to mate with. So the other one. The other one goes for an attack at Swordsman. Uh, Nat 1. Uh, and 36. No! Not a chance. Uh, which puts it at Swordsman's turn. What you gonna do? Okay, yeah, I will attack it four times. Alright, first one. 42. And it's... 43. Yes. 40. Yes. Uh, 41. Yes. Alright, <laughs> big damage coming. Okay, seven. Nine. Uh, 16. Uh, 18. Plus... Uh, 128. 144. While I take that off, it is Gregor Pendleton's turn. Well, friends, back into the fray. Can I cast Invisibility again? Hey, no, I don't. I know these things can't be snuck up on. Gregor is too smart for that bullshit to twice. He will instead... He dances the swords around him in a spinning maneuver and casts haste upon himself. Six attacks, son. He's gonna run over here. I'll burn my mythic surge and roll to attack this chuckle fuck. 41? Yeah, that hits. 11 damage. Um, it is Uma's turn. <clears throat> oh, I should say, when when Truxton killed that one, the bottom <clears throat> bottom front quadrant lit up as well. Murder it, right. Uma. I roll up a 1d20 plus... 26. There's a 36 hit. That is a hit. I'm getting really good rolls, I'll tell you what. 27 damage. That was sarcasm. I rolled a 5 on my d10. I don't think I rolled above a 5 on my d10. No. Um. Other than that, there's not much I can do, because I had to move and attack. That sounds good. It's Angel Lady Lorky Bedorky's turn. Okay, I'm just gonna unleash all five attacks on this monster. Okay, neither of the claws hit. Okay, so 27, a 30, and a 30 hit, I assume? Yes. 48 and 33 damage. So that's, uh, 81. He's still kicking, but not looking great. So it's his turn. Uh, he'll take two slam attacks. He'll take the first one at, uh, Uma, 36. I have 32, so that hit. And the second one will be a Greg. That's higher than a 36. That's 36 for 42. That'll hit. Uma take 33. Again? It's a good thing my paladin powers keep me alive more. Uh, Gregor take 36. That's fine. DR10, baby. As the slam comes down, Gregor casts the fading ability. He seems to be kind of slightly incorporeal for a moment. The attack has a 50% chance to miss. I rolled a 23 and it didn't hit. So he is concealed that saves him. And then the bottom elemental will attack Swordsman. And he rolls a 2 and a fucking 1. I, I could be rolling super high on these attacks and still miss, but I'm rolling twos and ones. So that puts it at Swordsman's turn. If you hit three of these, it's dead without rolling that damage. All right. Well, I'm going to hit all four, so no problem. Go ahead and book it. 40. Yep. Uh, that hits. Okay. Uh, that hits. So that one probably doesn't. Six plus 33. That hits. Uh, he's, All right, he's gone. He, he's dead. And the bottom back quadrant lights up red. The craziest thing, too, is that Truxton gets to keep these stats. That is <laughs> what we discussed. Never will we have a long encounter where I start getting mad by the end of it. You're doing 100 damage around. Gregor Pendleton. Yeah, and I'll move. I'll roll to attack at once. 49. Take a measly 11, you filthy animal. <laughs> Not bad. Uma. Alright, I'm gonna do a full attack action on him. What's your damage bonus? What do you add to those rolls? Uh, 22. I think if you hit it three times, you kill it. But you're gonna have to roll for it. 28. Nope. That actually hits. Oh. 133 hits. 
Then this is 21. That's three hits. Flurry of spinning blade if, and if Elven you, Fury. Do you get another attack? I get two more, technically. Make the next one. If you make it, it's definitely dead. If you don't, we'll roll those first three. We gotta roll that damage. Okay. Uh, this one is 16, so I might not hit this one. Uh, you kill it. Yeah. Just blinding Elven speed and fury. Okay, so what happens is the last quadrant lights up red, and everybody make reflex saves. I'm not good at those. So I have evasion. Uh, I got a 33. I got a 31. I got an 18. Gregor got a 23. I cast Mass Cure Serious Wounds. <laughs> I do have that ability. Thank you. Um. So everybody except for Lorky. Uh, you can choose if this happens to you or not. Um, but work E is pushed back 20 feet from that symbol. If you all want to go back, you can. I will all, I will also go back. Solidarity. Solidarity with my beautiful comrade. It's <laughs> the most peculiar accent. Where'd you pick that up? I'll raise my blade and stand my ground. Out of the symbol, there bursts like a kind of like a rush of water. Um, And there is standing a colossal black dragon. Now I'm going to have to get the smite rules, which, by the way, this is the rest of our knife. Okay, so that puts it at Lorky's turn. Okay, cool. I smite the dragon. Um, And I cast Mask Here Serious Wounds. Roll 3d8 plus, is it 15? We heal for 32 damage. I'm up to 190. It is uh, the sword twin's turn, who chose to go backwards. Well, now I'm going forwards. We're going to do a sliding dash. Give me the acrobatics check. 15 plus 47. Four. Okay, so 69. Hey! Nice! That a fucking boy! (laughs) Uh, readers know that's actually 59, but it was fun to get excited about. 59? Uh, you beat it by three. Ooh, spicy. Alright, so I'm rolling to attack. Uh, let's see. 51. That hits. Alright, that's a 35 damage. Gregor Pendleton. Uh, per chance, does he, do any of us recognize the dragon? It looks like the same the dragon you fought last time, except aged about a thousand years. Uh, is that some bitch flanking right now? You could pathetically get into flanking position with it. Well, folks, luckily for us, black dragon scales are pretty good on the market right now. Five foot step. Five foot step, full attack. That'll be with my haste, six attacks. Oh, this thing's so fucking dead, boys. I see, I think, two crits in there. All right, Derek, here's the deal. Uh, two crits. We're at a 39, 44, 41, 36, a 32, and a 34. Two of those are crits, 41 and the 44. Uh, none of those are crits because none of them hit. What? How's that work, Derek? Uh, 45 AC. Derek, that's some... Is that how that works? William, can you help me out here? Uh, it's probably just an old-ass dragon, man. Like, they do that. It's its hide is thick. On the bright side. Oh, yeah, no, I, I do get one hit from haste. Uh, I do get one solid hit on that sumbitch. Okay, well, that one, so you get a plus one from haste, so that 44 is a 45. That one hits. Roll to confirm the crit, though. Does a 34 confirm, Derek? A 38 confirm. No, I'm so sorry. Okay, Derek, it will take 49 damage off that one hit, and I will also make it bewildered, and it'll be suffering from negative... 4 AC. And it's bleeding for keep around. That'll take on its turn, which I think is Matt. He's going to make a ranged touch attack. He rolls a 9 on the die. Does a 50 hit your touch AC? It does. That'll touch me. So, this dragon boy, he done cast Disintegrate. That's a reflex save, right? That's a ranged touch attack. Any creature struck by the ray takes 2d6 of damage per caster level up to a maximum of 40d6 damage. He's only caster level 15, though. So. Only 15? Uh, oh. Jeff, go ahead and take 107 hit points damage. You're going to have to do better than that, my friend. Even I'd survive that. Oh, wait, I'm a paladin. I would barely survive that. And then he'll uh, five foot step back. And Uma, it is your turn. 
Keep five foot stepping, people. I'm gonna do a bit more than a five foot step to get to that. Do a fifteen. And I'm gonna smite it. So you just took a regular move? Uh, yeah, I'd have to. It can attack of opportunity. What if it's a charge? Can I charge? I think you'd. I'd still get an attack of opportunity. You would. He's gonna bite you. Uh, rolls twelve on the die. It's a fifty. A what? Fifty. <laughs> All right. Well, I have thirty-four because I'm smiting him, so that hits. This is an evil aligned dragon, right? It is. That's good. Take thirty-four damn points of piercing damage, twenty-two points of acid damage, and you can make your attack roll. So, uh, does a thirty-nine hit? I'm guessing probably not, because it's a dragon. It was like forty something, wasn't it? It's forty-five, but Pendleton took it down with sneak attack. How many? Forty-one. Forty-one. Okay, so nope, just missed. Unless you did that count a charge? Oh yeah, charge bonus would be plus two. Yeah, so that would hit. That's sweet. I hope this dragon's ready because it's an evil dragon. So that means this is one d ten plus sixty-two. Roll the nat one on the die. But that's still 63 drap damage, you scaly motherfucker. It's not bad. You better pray I don't get my full attack or I'll fucking end you. He looks to still be above half health. Ha ha ha. I have 284 hit points left. <laughs> so I'm going to dimension door over. Okay, does a 49 to 50, 41 and a 43 hit? That'll hit, yes. 195 points of damage. Suck my dick. Oh, hell yeah. That's not bad. And then I dimension door away. Goddamn Merlin Dervishes. Powerful and beautiful. <laughs> 196 points of damage. Uh, he's below half hit points. <laughs> the long swordsman's turn. For God's sakes. Oh, wait, I'm attacking, by the way. Alright, so that's a uh, 42. Thanks to Gregor, that hits. That's a... Uh, 48 or 38? That misses. Okay. I think the first time you've missed all night. Probably. That's a, that's going to miss too, 34. And a 33. That'll also miss. Alright, I got a hit in. That's alright. That's a... Good knock. 35. Uh, this display don't look good. But it is his turn. Come at me. He five foot steps back awesome. and casts a spell. Merle one d four. Sam Eames, you're one. William, you're two. Jeff, you're three. Sam, you're four. I feel so honored. That's not fair that you made Eames take it twice, but I, I will gladly give him that opportunity. Hold on, is my roll twenty? It took a five foot step, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm gonna die. You're good. Yay. You are not dominated. Yeah, Lorky's not into that. Syrix is. <laughs> uh, and then he uses his ability. Mythic initiative to take an extra move action. And he flies. Flies. He's ten feet in the air and he flies down to the bottom corner. Gregor Pendleton. All right. Gregor spins the swords around him and casts a spell. He summons four giant mantises 25 feet away. Well, 1d4 plus 1. Four giant mantises will appear 25 feet away, clustered around each other. So he'll move here and he'll summon the mantises behind the dragon. Uh, so, like, I guess around his butt. Do you want them to attack now or later? Yeah, you can make them attack now. They're going to hit. So, uh... <laughs> That's fine. Um, sorry, guys. Okay, it is Uma's turn. Oh, boy. Um, did I take a move action to move 30? Um, and then I'm going to do a quick lay on hands of myself. Kill myself 35. You lay those hands real deep. Marky, it's your turn. Cool. I dimension door over to the dragon. Some of us have to walk, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure Dimension Door is double my movement speed, but I can double check that for you if you want. Yeah, yeah, but the dragon's in the air. If you have wings, you can fly. Yeah, I have wings. Okay, go ahead and make them attack rolls. Does a 45 hit, Derek? Yes, a 45 hits. On the note. 29 damage. Does a 46 hit? 
Okay, that is 58 points of damage from the two claws attacks. Does a 42 hit? No. Then a 39 is not going to hit? No. And a 33 is not going to hit. Jesus Christ, can I not roll anything over a 10? But yeah, 56 points of damage. It doesn't look great. Eames, it's your turn. Can I end my turn by dimension dooring down, picking him up and dimension dooring back up? <laughs> I'm a strong half-work woman. Fucking throw him at him. Alright. Well, I know it's up in the air, and I know I'm down on the ground. But I got big dreams. And wings don't mean nothing. <laughs> so I'm gonna try a jump attack. I have a big acrobatic skill. I'll roll you a nice little fat check here. I know his strength is good, Derek. He can pop. Oh, yeah, I think his strength is a five total. Just one attack. That's all I'm asking for. One big up swipe. Or I'll throw the sword if I have. He's going to use Braver from the uh, I'll tell you what. Roll, roll the d20. Uh, ten or higher, you can jump. Fifteen. Okay, make an attack roll. 17 plus 37 is 54. That hits, and that is a critical threat. Oh, to confirm. Oh, yeah. Oh, two. Shit. (laughs) So that's two damage. What? Oh, I thought you said two damage. Okay. I was like, that one, that damage roll. You yell at me for using that dice. (laughs) Shit. So, 33. It's dead. Woo! It falls out of the air. Goddamn. Lands on the ground. Um, so the four legendary super strong heroes are in the canyon and nothing goes to black and that's our the end of our broadcast the mantis is starting to eat the body the mantis eat the body I summoned four mantises the mantises eat the body and that's the end of our broadcast week Derek those mantis would have definitely hit by the way they had a d20 plus 5 plot deck This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo.